You know, it's amazing to me on so many levels, just how and to what extent people can delude themselves when they want to try to avoid the laws that govern our existence, the laws that we all have to follow, the rules that we all have to subscribe to if we want to make forward progress in life. It's amazing to me. It's always amazing to me to see how people will just do these mental gymnastics, the tortuous rationalizations, the excuses, anything to avoid having to face up to the responsibilities that they need to be complying with. Anything. And you see it day in and day out. You know, just a, the other couple days ago, one of my friends was showing me this book, this 48 Laws of Power, which I tweeted about this morning. And I was looking through this book and I was saying, this is such bullshit. This is bullshit. First thing that jumps out at you is this is something catering to the low attention span, laundry list type of reading material that everybody seems to think is a substitute these days for reading the actual literature that's out there. It isn't. You can't learn anything from a fucking laundry list. You can't gain anything from a, a, a PowerPoint presentation that means anything that's worth anything. Okay? And more, even more than that, even most importantly, even beyond that, the message conveyed by this book is basically that you can go through life, you can be an evil, malicious, scheming, scamming, backstabbing, conniving, conspiring prick, and that's okay. Get over on the other guy, scam the other guy, cheat from the other guy, steal from the other guy. Everything goes. Everything goes. And you know what? You can have that mentality. You can, you can subscribe to that view in life. But this is what I'll say to you. Good luck with that. We'll see where that goes. We'll see where that takes you. We'll see where that takes you. Let's see what surrounding yourself with this toxic shit is going to get you. You think you're so smart. You think you've got it all figured out. You don't know. You don't know. You're not smart. You don't have it figured out. You think you're playing everybody else. You're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. You can't go through life subscribing to those rules and be successful. Because you're not showing respect for other people. You're not showing respect. You're not putting in the work. You're taking the easy way. You're glorifying malicious pernicious behavior and that never turns out well it never does there's nothing glamorous about it there's nothing good about it there's nothing positive about it you know and someone always going to come back well, well what about Machiavelli said you don't know shit about Machiavelli you have a very superficial understanding of Machiavelli first of all he was a patriot he was he wasn't writing to glorify immoral malicious behavior he was living in an era when Italy was in chaos. He was looking for a strong leader who might unify the country. And he had his faults too. Just because someone is an old author doesn't mean that they're perfect. Doesn't mean that they don't have any faults. Machiavelli licked the boots of Cesare Borgia when he was up. And when he was down, he cast him aside. That's who Machiavelli was. The prince was a job application. That was a book that he wrote to try to get a position in the government. He was a book that he wrote to try to show everybody how smart he was and how much he could benefit them. And you know what good it did him? Nothing. He didn't get any jobs. He got nothing. He got nothing. So think about that. Think of context. Don't take things out of context and think you know what's going on. Read the actual books. 
you know? In any case, Machiavelli's um, uh, Commentaries on Livy, Discourses on Livy, is a much better book. It's a much better book anyway. So anyway, enough of that digression. The point is, you know, the point is that surrounding yourself with evil, pernicious, malicious behavior is only going to bring negativity into your life, and you don't want that in your life. You've worked too hard, you've worked too long, you don't need that shit in your life. And, you know, somebody back on Twitter came back at me and was like, oh, but, you know, what about, you know, the movie Training Day and, and La, 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 Alonzo uh, had to become like the street and he had to master everybody. And, and uh, Martin Luther King, he tried to subscribe to good moral behavior and he got assassinated. I said, you don't know the fuck you're talking about. This fool, I came back at him and said, you know what, the very points you're trying to make prove my point that I was trying to make. Did you even see the movie Training Day? You're going to hold that guy, the, the Denzel character, up as a model of anything? He had a gambling addiction. He was in debt up to his eyeballs to the mob. He was in debt up to his eyeballs to the mob, and that's why he had to murder and rob and cheat and steal to cover his debts, because he let his vices take get the better of him. He let his vices control him. He was not a free man. He was a slave. He was a slave to his vices. And what about at the end? Not, there was nobody in his neighborhood who respected him because they knew he was, he, was, he was a bad cop. He was a corrupt cop. He was an evil cop. Do you remember that scene at the end where the guy puts somebody, the guy in the neighborhood puts the revolver on the ground? You all got to put in your work here, homie. They knew he was fake. They knew he was a bitch. They knew he was fucking fake. Y'all, everyone's got to put in their work here. Absolutely goddamn right. Absolutely goddamn right. And where did where did the Denzel character end up in the end? He ended up dead like a dog in the gutter. So don't hold that character out as anything, fool. And about Martin Luther King, you don't you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because let me tell you something. There's a, there's a certain thing called leadership, which obviously you know nothing about. And sometimes a leader, sometimes when you're the symbol of a movement, sometimes when you're the man at the top, you have to take risks. You have to put your ass on the line. You have to put your physical safety on the line. You have to sacrifice yourself if necessary, your personal safety, in order to advance your cause. That's what a leader does. That's what a good leader does. Sometimes he has to put his ass on the line, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it doesn't turn out right. But you know what? Even if he does get struck down, he makes it easier for the next guy. There's an analogy. There's an analogy of that carpenter ant who bores his way through a log. And he may die. He may not get to the other side. But even if he does die, he makes it easier for the next ant that comes along who can follow in his footsteps. And that's what you don't understand. That's what you don't get. That's what leadership is all about. But that's not something that we teach anymore. Because nobody wants to hear it. Because we, in our society, it's okay just to be a scammer, a liar, a con artist, a fucking fraud. And that's okay. And that's just fine. We're supposed to just all accept that. But that's what a leader does. You know, Rommel, Erwin Rommel, German general of the Second World War, he had an expression, he said, Author responsibility upward, authority downwards. Responsibility upward, authority downwards. And what that means is the man at the top has to be responsible. And the people 
flowing the down the chain of command, they have to be held responsible as well. There should be no confusion about what each man has to do. There should be no confusion about what your responsibilities are. You know what you need to do. All you have to do is execute. You have to carry out those responsibilities. That's what you have to do. That's what leadership is all about. And that's what's in such short supply now. And I get fired up about this because every day I just see this principle violated over and over and over again of people not being accountable. You go out to the library, you go out to the mall, you go out to wherever, and you see young kids fucking fat. There's no reason for this shit. There's no reason a young man or young woman should be overweight. And who's being held accountable for that? Why aren't the parents being held accountable for that, for poisoning the bodies of their kids? Where is the accountability in that? It's a, it's a disgrace. It's almost a form of abuse. And don't, don't ever let that happen to yourself or to anybody you love. Don't ever let that happen. Don't ever let me see you do that or subscribe to that philosophy, that slime bag fucking mentality. Life is too short. Life is too short. And you know, the people out there that are saying, oh, well, you know, Quintus, don't use so much profanity. I don't like that. No, my answer to that is tough shit. You need to deal with it. Deal with it. There are some times when in order to get a certain message out there, whenever you need to get a certain message across, you have to use a certain speech register. I'm a master of that register. I'm a master of many speech registers. When I want to write in an urbane, intelligent, uh, sophisticated style, I can do that. Okay, but sometimes when I want to communicate to the hardheads and I want I need to get a point across with a certain degree of urgency, then I need to speak in a certain way. And that's how it's going to be. That's how it needs to be sometimes. So that's one of the big points I needed to make. It's this lack of accountability, the lack of accountability. You cannot go through life being a slime bag, a shit bag, following scammy, uh, weaselly rules. That's the, that's the 48. It should be the 48 rules of being a weasel. The 48 laws of being a rat. That is not leadership. That is not what inspires people. That is not what works in life. That is not what is successful in life. You know, one of the, one of the key, uh, you know, uh, rules of personal conduct, the older I get, the more I realize it, is the golden rule. Do unto others. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. Do you want people to scam you, to lie to you, to mislead you, to manipulate you, to be cruel to you? Do you want that? No. Well, then why do you want to do it to somebody else? Why do you want to do it to other people? Because you're too weak. You're too weak. You're too soft. You're too unwilling to do the hard work that's needed to get you where you need to be. That's why you do that. Because that's that inner bitch voice inside your head holding you back, telling you it's okay to be a fucking slime bag. And that is not what inspires people. That is not what works. It is not. If you want to be treated with respect, you need to start showing respect. And it comes with the congruence that I've tweeted about uh, some days ago. Congruence between thoughts and action. If you fill your mind with negative thoughts, with hateful thoughts, with malicious thoughts, you're going to be a hateful, malicious prick. And that's the reality. What you indulge in, you're going to spew out to the world. And that's why I don't listen to a lot of these guys 
I don't listen to a lot of these guys. I don't read. I f I'm very careful about filtering what I read, what I listen to, because a lot of people out there are negative. All they want to do is spew about somebody, uh, some group is doing this, some group is that. Look at me. Look how bad they're treating me. Look how bad. Look how women are so awful. They're so mean to me. What about you, motherfucker? What about you? Are you holding yourself responsible? What are you doing? You can't control what other people are doing in the world. What am I, my, my advice to you is what are you doing to solve your problems on a day-to-day -day basis? And then you'll find out that once you put in a max effort every single day, holding yourself accountable every hour of the day, you're going to have very little, if any, energy left to think about some imaginary problems out there that are all in your head. It's your own inner weakness that's talking. You're the problem. The weakness is you. You you know, and I you know, I want the best for you guys. I want you to be successful. I don't want you shouldn't have to go through life being depressed or angry. Life is too short for this shit, man. It's too short for this. You know, if you ever are in working in a building, you know, I have a, a building where I work at, and there's people that you say hello to, you interact with on a daily basis. Some of them are, are different ages, and sometimes, you know, some people you develop friendships with, you speak with, and then someday you come back and you find they're gone. They died. For no just 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 you just find out they're dead. They had something, some, some, uh, some medical issue that came up, and all of a sudden they're gone. And just like that. Just like that. And that's when you understand the shortness of life. That's when you understand how, how critical, how it's important not to waste time. It's wasting time. And that's the worst thing that you're doing when you indulge in this negative behavior is you're wasting time. You're taking time away. There's so much out there to see. There's so much out there to do. And you're wallowing in this negativity. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a disease. And it's a disease as communicable and as pernicious as the plague, as trypanosomiasis, as yellow fever, whatever you want to call it, motherfucker. You know? But I get it. I understand there are some people that are always going to have certain addictive behaviors and it's very difficult for them to control that. I get that. I get that. I think in some ways, every person out there who's successful, who's productive, who's producing things, they're going to have a little bit of, you know, issues going on. I get that. But what you've got to do, what you have to do, you have to find a way to convert those negative addictions, those harmful addictions into good ones. So that instead of wallowing in negativity and hostility and dickishness and, and aggressiveness to others, you, in, you in, instead focus that on your trade, your craft, your artwork, your you, whatever it is that you do. And there's so many out th out things out there that you can do because everybody, to some extent, has some sort of talent in some area. Everybody has a talent. They may not know what um, they may not know what that talent is, but there's always a way to cultivate that. There's always a way to cultivate that, and there are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. There's no there's no way you can weasel your way out of the the uh, things. Take however long they take. You know, people come. Sometimes people will send me these emails saying, "You know, how long is it going to take for me to to do this?" It's going to take however long it takes. That's how long it's going to take. However long you need to take to do something, that's how long it's going to take. So stop looking for timelines. Stop looking for excuses. Stop looking for ways to shave off time. It's going to take however long it takes. And that's it.
everybody's going to have a stake in the game. Everybody's going to have a stake. You know, the the Athenian lawgiver Solon, S-O-L-O-N, he had a, a rule. One of his reforms was in any situation where there was civil, uh, where there was a factionalism or civil dispute, every man in the government had to take a side. You could not be neutral. You could not be neutral. You could not just sit on the sidelines and there are some people that were mystified. Gee, I wonder, that's a really odd law. Why would he do that? But you know what? It makes perfect sense when you think about it. Because the idea behind this law, Solon's law in Athens, was that everybody needs to have a stake in the outcome. Everybody needs to have a stake in the outcome. You can't just sit on the sideline and pretend uh, with your hands folded that, you don't, you don't, that you're not affected. You need to take a stand. Everybody has to have skin in the game, to use a hackneyed expression. But it's true. You can't just you can't just be neutral. You can't just be neutral. There are no there is no shortcuts. There are no easy ways. So whenever you hear those voices in your head trying to get you to taper off the intensity, to look at the easy way, to blame people, you need to put yourself in check. You need to be constantly putting yourself in check. You know? Because there's, there's just very, you're not going to get much help from society because the standards have plummeted so far that people just are not willing to hold anybody accountable for, for anything now. And it starts at the top. It starts at the top. And there are times when you have to hold the line. You just have to. You don't have a choice. There, there's no, there's no option. You think there's options here? There are no, there's no choices. There's no options. You think being a man is easy? You know, when during the Battle of uh, Guadalcanal, when the Marines came ashore, they took Henderson Field, they had to hold the line there, Edson's Ridge. And Red Mike Edson would go up and down the line for a long time, for a long time, and make sure every man knew what his responsibilities were. He had to make sure every guy, from majors and captains all the way down to the lowliest private, Everybody had a job. Everybody had to know what that job was. Everybody had to pull their weight. Everybody had to put in their work. Everybody. You think, you think there was any room for wiggle room? And, and, the, and the orders were, you will stand and fight. You will stand and fight. You will hold the line at all costs. There, are no, there is no retreat. There is no uh, uh, moving back. And most of you... Most of you guys out there need to have that. You need to have that mentality where you can't fall back on anything. Fuck plan B. Push your plan A. That's what matters. Your plan A. Fuck plan B. There is no plan B. There is only plan A or you or you go under. That's it. That's the mentality you need to have. You know? And they held the line. They held the line. And then it was not always so. You know, I like to talk to veterans. And I remember once, uh, a job I had once, working at a store, and the, the janitor was a Korean War veteran. This is way back when I was in high school. And he told me it, one of the things that he was most bitter about in the Korean War was a lot of the officers did not pull their weight, did not answer the mail, did not, did not uh, hold the line, did not stand up when, when called. And what specifically I'm referring to is when the Chinese attacked when the North Koreans attacked, there were some officers that bugged out. They got in a helicopter and they flew to Japan. They got the fuck out and they left their men in the field. And that's the type of thing that at the very minimum should have been a court martial, court martialable offense. Probably worse. 
I can't think of anything more despicable. I can't think of anything more disgraceful than leaving your men in the field. Because you have to lead by example. You have to lead by example every day, all the time. There are no, there's no breaks. There's no days off. There's no, uh, uh, you know, I don't really feel like, you know, get used to it. Get used to it. And, you know, you may say at the end of all this, oh, what's the payoff, you know, of leading a good life, of leading a, a, a moral life, leading a good life? What's the payoff? I'll tell you what the payoff is. You want to know what the payoff is? I'll tell you what it is. The payoff is this. It's freedom. Freedom. That's the payoff. Freedom. What I mean by that is you, you will be able to look at yourself at any time in the mirror and know that you have nothing uh, to, to apologize for. You'll be able to walk anywhere in your city, anywhere in your state, anywhere in your country, anywhere in the world, motherfucker, and know that nobody can say shit to you because you've put in the work, because you've told the line when it mattered, because you've stood up. You won't owe anybody anything, nothing. And there's no better feeling than that of not owing anybody anything. You're a free man. You're a free man. That's the payoff is freedom. Yeah, you can, you can either pick freedom or you can have all your little toys, ill-gotten gains, and allow your vices, allow all your weaknesses to control your life and rule your life and be a fucking slave. That's the choice. That's the choice. So you decide. But you know, man, there's a lot of good guys out there. There's a lot of good guys and they help, you know, they keep me motivated and I hope I keep them motivated. I don't want to specifically name anybody. I don't want to embarrass anybody. But, you know, there's some really good guys. For example, there's a real good dude in New York City. This guy is a great stand-up dude. He came from an immigrant family. He's raising a number of kids, which is not easy to do in, in, in New York City, which is not easy to do at all. This guy does his boxing workouts He's, he's reading, he's trying to improve himself. He, he, he uh, is trying to better himself. He sends me pictures of the books he's reading, of what he's doing. And this fucking motivates me, man. This motivates me, you know, because these are the quiet soldiers out there that are going along. They're doing the work. They're putting in the work. They're putting in the labor. They don't ask for anything. They don't want any pats on the back. They just want an acknowledgement that they're doing the right thing, you know, and these guys don't have a lot of resources, but they're positive, they're in the game, they're doing what they need to do, and they don't ask anything back in return. And that's the type of thing that fucking motivates me, man. I fucking love it. You know, so keep it up. Keep it up. Don't let the negativity consume you. Don't let the negativity or the other negative people around there consume you on social media. You gotta stay firm, you gotta hold the line. Stay firm, hold the line every day, consistently put in the work, work towards your goals, put in the effort, you know, you know, because otherwise no one is going to respect you. You know, I want to be motivated just as much as you want to be motivated. And if somebody's standing in front of me trying to lead me and he's a fucking bag of shit, he's a shit bag, he weighs, he's overweight, he's got a pot belly, he's a disheveled bum. You know, there's nothing that really is such a downer than seeing that when it's so unnecessary. When I see that, I say, this is a man who has not learned how to control himself. He has not learned how to master himself. So how are you going to inspire me? How are you going to motivate me, motherfucker, when you can't even control yourself? You know? And I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Bags of shit in court. Attorneys who should know better. Dressed like fucking bums. It is not acceptable. It's unacceptable behavior. 
All right. That's enough for tonight, and we'll talk soon.